Welcome to season three of Motivate Me. We invite you to travel the 50 states in 90 days as we interview people about their passion. Why? In order to inspire you to live a life that's more exciting or more meaningful. This is Motivate Me, and I'm Lynette Renda. Today we are sitting at the Cornerstone Mansion. It's a bed and breakfast in Omaha, Nebraska. So for those of you who can only see this small room or you're just listening to the podcast, you need to know that we will be posting videos of each of the rooms we're occupying tonight because we have a lot of guests with us tonight. We have our crew, we have friends and family from from New Jersey home and from Iowa. So we'll be posting uh, videos on Motivate Me TV with each of those rooms. Pretty excited. We got the grand tour when we got here today, so that was really nice. But I am with the Beach family, and I have Ron Beach, Mr. Beach. Thank you. Mona yep. Beach, Mama Beach. Jack, Jack Beach. Beach. <laughs> Will Beach. Okay, the two sons. And you also have a daughter, Drew. Drew. Right. Yeah, she's at college right now. Okay, um, so something that's really cool about your family is that this bed and breakfast, which you've only owned since this past April, has become a passion of yours. And not just Ron and Mona, but your kids each each have a piece in this. So Ron, why don't you tell us exactly what I mean by that? Well, yeah, we do have a passion for this. We, we were in the process of looking for uh, both a, an investment property and possibly a home here in this part of Omaha. And we were looking through this neighborhood and Mona came across this, uh, looking through this neighborhood, this bed and breakfast, and, uh, and asked me to come and look at it. And once we got in here and saw it, we just uh, decided let's find a way to make this happen. Uh, also at the same time, the investment property is something that the kids were looking at. They've, they've uh, back uh, a few years ago, started uh, a LLC and made a, an investment in, in a rental property and since then have uh, they were turning that over and so they have actually their LLC owns this property and so we all have a part of it uh, Mona and I are uh, uh, Mona runs the operations on a day-to-day -day basis I work at a bank here in town and then they, then the uh, kids each do their part especially on weekends so your passion really for your family right now is investment properties. And I see with your, your financial background how this kind of would start for everybody. We're going to talk to the kids about that in a second. But Mona, like, I mean, this is a big deal. And did you used to be a nurse? I, I still am. Okay. But I don't practice at this point. Yeah. This is my job now. <clears throat> when we moved here, I just thought it would be impossible to try to run a business and keep things clean because dusting and sweeping are a constant around here. And Ron received a cancer diagnosis, the same so I would have had to trade off shifts and that's almost impossible as a nurse. So this is my job now. I mean, you're opening your home mm -hmm. to strange people like us, <laughs> <laughs> which is amazing. And it's something that, I mean, your living space, you share a living space with everybody. You do. How is that different for you? This is our home. You're correct. And we welcome everyone in. Um, 
we really haven't had any scary people or really weird people. We've had really nice guests. Yeah. And, really nice. And you know, I you would think like, oh, it's gotta be creepy having a bunch of strangers in your house. Well, at first it kind of is, but I mean, after that, you know, just like it would just take like a day for me to get to do this and to not be that strange. But um, you know, a stranger, I mean, when there'll be strangers at first, but like it just takes like five minutes in the living room over there, and like they're friends, not strangers. We've it's had, really great. We've had several students Honestly. come come through um, on rotations, and by the time they leave, they're like our own kids. Or when they graduate, we're we're all choked like up different. because we feel like. We were there with them, and it's fun. It really yeah, is. Yeah. We've had uh, already just since April, several people get married across the street at yep. the Jocelyn Castle. That's a venue for, for weddings, and they've spent their honeymoon here. We have a lot of anniversaries coming through, a lot we of do. repeat guests uh, that uh, we're meeting for the first time, but they've been coming here for years and years. And, and uh, wait, I was going to say something, I forgot. Um, sorry, it's okay. Jack, how old are you? I am 14. How old is your brother, Will? 19? Yeah. Yes. Birthdays. How old is your sister, Drew? 21. So how long have you, Jack, been a, a property owner? Well, it started when we bought the church. It was an old rundown church um, in Harlan. Uh, that, I think Drew was 18. Yeah, she, that's, why, that's why we were legally able to legally own the place, and we technically legally own this place, too, <laughs> too since we weren't the one that our company paid for it. You're never going to kick your parents out, are you? Well, depends. Are they good workers? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I would never. I love them. We have a lawyer working on a clause. Where, <laughs> where, uh, wow, that seems they, really distrustful. They can only kick us out if we agree. I think we're going to need that. <laughs> that sounds distrustful. It sounds distrustful. But, I mean, <laughs> necessary. It, but, yeah, I guess. Listen, I'm kids have that. done worse. Kids have done worse when they get grounded, you know, Jack. <laughs> You know, if they get grounded, they get angry. So then yeah. I think, you know, maybe they could kick their parents out of the house. Thing. It gives a whole new meaning to the word go to your room. Because yeah. It is his room. Yeah. <laughs> All of them are. <laughs> so, Will, Jack seems pretty vocal about ownership here. How do you feel about it? Uh, I don't know. Just Along for the ride? Pretty much, yeah. Who, who out of the three kids really drives things? Probably uh, my sister. Business-wise, Drew. Business-wise, my sister does. She signs all the papers. Since she's the only one that... No, wait, now you're 19. Can't, I guess you can, but yeah. She has been, so she has continued to be signing all the row three papers. So, Will, were you as gung-ho, were you equally as, as into this whole concept, or did they kind of pull you into it, kicking they and did, screaming a They little? did that to me. Um, at first, you know, I really don't want to move, and... I still kind of don't, and it'll still be sad, but, I mean, having a place like this, having a bed and breakfast, that's different from just downsizing somewhere else. Right. No, it's great. Jack, do you make breakfast for everybody? Well, sometimes I'll help-ish. He does. And he does right. help me prep. Sometimes. <laughs> okay, so Will. Oh, God, that's no, far back. I forgot how far back that is. Sorry. Will. <laughs> I can see that you just don't want to fight to get a word in. Like, you're okay with that. I, I'm He's used gotten used to it. it. You're used to it, but I think something tells me about your personality that you dig it. You're like, keep yeah. going, Jack, so they don't ask me any more questions. Yeah. Will is into it, though. I mean, on the yeah. original on the original property, uh, you came up with the you found the tenant. 
mm-hmm. a first tenant. And really? did all the work. And did yeah, did a lot of work. Uh, you know, it was an opportunity where we did a lot of uh, electrical work together. We did a lot of uh, carpentry, oh, carpentry, yeah, plumbing. Now, so well, it really seems like the three of you, though, that have a great uh, dynamic together, yeah. you know, and with the guidance of your parents, it looks like you're off to a great start. Yeah. Do you see yourselves owning more properties coming up? Definitely, I think so. Yeah, definitely, absolutely. What? Let me ask you this: What will you do? Let's start with Jack. What will you do, Jack? If you know you and your sister or you or your brother kind of have a little tiff, you're not getting along. Well, I mean, obviously. Don't forget, we have this on tape. <laughs> well, obviously, since we're not just business partners either, we're family. So, and we're our brothers, we're younger and older brother and sister. So, of course, we're going to have problems family wise. But if we have any, uh, or I guess when we have any, like, things about the business, I, we would have to smooth things out. I mean, um, Really, we're in this ironclad. I mean, we already own the property, and we're and we are family as well. So, and I want to grow up to have a good relationship with my family. So, I think that we'll be able to work anything, so most stuff out. Since all besides being business partners in a business, we're also family members, <laughs> and we have got and we've have have gotten through disputes before. Right, although little. Littler ones still disputes, nonetheless. <laughs> well, what do you think is the biggest challenge doing this with your siblings? Probably just staying on the same page with them. Yeah, especially since my brother, my sister, and me will be in different places. But I'll be here until you know I I get old enough to move out, or maybe I'll will run this, help mom and dad run this, you know, or maybe we'll get another bed and breakfast and I'll run that. You know, we know we never know. What do you guys see we'll as the greatest challenge? Mine is laundry. I mean, physically, <laughs> my physical challenge here is laundry. It just never ends. I would think the stairs. I'm, I'm running. Yeah, the stairs do. I'm <clears throat> I'm running um, up and down the stairs eighty times a day, and the laundry just does not end. Sheets, towels, yeah. and your clothes, right? Jack's stinky socks. <clears throat> Emotionally, well, that, that's um, we're all kind of spread apart right now with the boys still at home. Because in they're Harlan, still Iowa, right, right in Iowa, right? Right. Well, for like a week longer until yeah. school is over. Yep. Yeah. We'll move home to help take care of Jack, so he wouldn't have to leave junior high in Harlan. And uh, then Ron and I came over, and so we make trips back and forth. So I'd say emotionally, the hardest part is is like splitting my time, because Ron isn't well some days. This is a good you day, know. but um, and then you know he's only fourteen. He needs mom. Yeah. I think you do. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, Ron, I'm what's up with your diagnosis? Well, uh, about two weeks after we signed the purchase agreement on this place and about two weeks before closing, uh, so like right when I got a, a cancer diagnosis. So uh, we went through several tests and we actually, I mean, we sat down and we talked about do we go through with this, you know, because we had outs where we didn't, you know, we could have backed out of this. Uh, but you know, we we talked about. It. I said, no, we're it's this is a long term. We're planning for the future. We're not going to stop planning for the future. Um, you know, it's just another thing to deal with. Uh, really, since the and it really actually helped because I was commuting an hour uh, each way to work each day. And so now I'm just uh, you know uh, about five miles from where just down Dodge Street. Uh, and so I've been able to stay here, and, and the 
the hospital I go to is uh, right in between here and work. So it's really, from that end, it's been a real blessing mm -hmm. to, to be here and to have this have come, uh, come together. But, uh, um, you know, I, I've started chemotherapy. I've been through two sessions. I'll have another session next week. It's a three days, three days on and then three weeks off. And we'll do that through September and then see, see where we're at then. Yeah. But that's been, yeah, that was a, a, you know, that's a part of the challenge we were planning on. But, uh, um, you know, as far as the business, I think uh, for us, it's just going to be kind of getting our arms around the whole concept of bed and breakfast, what it takes to market it, what it takes to get the occupancy rate up. Uh, the previous owners did a great job. They got a tremendously loyal following. But they really didn't market it for the last two or three years as they've been winding down, wanting to sell, and so we want to we want to gear that back up. And, we do, and we've we've uh, started making some changes, and it's uh, you know just uh, the constant planning um, uh, and, and keeping things going here, and and like Mona said, keeping the keeping things going on the home front in Harlan, and and uh, keeping things going at work. And, Keeping the owners happy. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot to balance. Yeah. Mm -hmm. but it's yeah. a lot to balance. And yeah. about the cancer itself, um, apparently it's this really rare type. But the good thing about it is it's extremely treatable. It's kind of like my dad puts it like this. It's kind of like a bully. Um, you know, it's it really fights you, but you just gotta fight back, and it backs off. And it, well, it, it's it stops. It's it it's is extremely extremely sensitive to like chemo and stuff yeah, like that. So responsive to chemo. And, Something weird about this, even though that, um, you know, he has cancer, and I, I was never really quite afraid to lose him. I don't know why, but yeah. I wasn't. I mean, that's not a usual response, I'm assuming. I'll because be you think it's it's gonna all be all right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not a usual response, and um, the location didn't really help with making me feel that bad. He's got a 10 centimeter mass in his colon. Okay. Yeah. Um. He, they thought he had a hemorrhoid. It was. Was it also? Where else was it, Dad? Love it. Where else was it? It was in other places. Yeah. Lung. Lung, lung and liver. Not my yeah. lungs. Or, lung, lungs liver. Are clear in the liver. Okay. Let's yeah. Not, I think it's not talking about those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, Jack. Thanks for the rundown. <laughs> very, very thorough. I'm curious to see what Jack's going to end up doing in his life because he's still so be an inventor. For he's a young. Always, that's what I want, but. For a young and guy, I have a lot of backup plans. He's got a lot of thinking going on, and he's got a big personality, and everybody's trying to wrestle him in. But you—that's that's exactly I'm, what you want him to be doing. And will you be his biggest supporter, whatever it is this kid ends up doing? <laughs> not very average person. So let me let me ask you each this question: What do you think, Will, that you've learned about yourself through this experience? Just with how <clears throat> tough I can be with my family, you know, being in another place, and just that you can stand up and be yeah, a strong supporter. And I can and support them and very take care of my brother while they're here. Because we can all tell that's such an easy job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, worst case, worst case scenario, if you have children. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And you know what, Jack? You probably will have a son just like yes. you. And he'll be like, I know what to do with this. <laughs> it's okay. I got this. I, I have prepared. Jack, what do you think you've learned most about yourself? Well, um, that, you know, 
I can put up with a lot and that I can withstand a lot because I was thinking, you know, there's no way I can make it through this move. This is going to suck and all that. But it's been getting a lot better. Like, every single weekend I come over here, which I usually do, it's been getting a lot better. And, you know, I've been looking forward to coming here sometimes, especially today since I left my Xbox controller here and over the weekend I had a new game. Couldn't play. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jack. I thought it was to meet me. (laughs) I had no idea. I would have dressed a lot better if I knew that you were here. If I knew that I was going to be on camera. (laughs) Probably a little more than anything, Brendan. I I think it, like the boys have said, that we are very versatile. How strong we can get. Yes, we're strong, we're versatile. Um, It's just all, all a part of change, and change is painful sometimes, but you just. You just go with it. Put one foot in front of the other, and and when he, when Ron first was sick, it was pretty hard. It was pretty hard emotionally to just get up and get moving. But you got to do it. And if you have a business where other people depend on you, you you just got to keep going. You just you have a lot of examples this last year. A lot of proof about how strong your family is and how strong you you are. You're, you're each of you. And, so, and, you know, yeah. we're, it's not like we're the perfect family. There's no such thing, really. <laughs> but, you know, any family, well, m- most families can make it through this and a lot better than they would think they could, they would. Because I, I thought that this was going to be an absolute... Nightmare. I, yeah, um, is the way I guess I word it. Um, it. Nightmare and, like, impossible task to do, but... I mean, once it became more and more real, and after, you know, we actually bought the place, and I knew that this will happen, and mom, and once I realized that my mom is actually pretty good at this, <laughs> I mean, she's been caretaking me, my brother, my sister before, so, yeah, it, and it's like having children all the time, except they're adults, um, yeah. well, that's the what people, my, that, the people I think with that's me, the people with me tonight are... Yeah, and, Our children. Oh, so one, now that I know that we are actually able to do this, and especially my mom's been able to do all this with, um, based, I don't want to say by herself, because I, Dad, you pro, you have helped a lot, but since you know your cancer, it's harder for you to help. But she's been doing all this, um, kind of on herself. I'll say one and a half people running this. When we first were going to buy this, um, you know, Ron was one of those up at. 3, 4 a.m., go to bed at midnight, you know, every full plate. He just went. He was a goer, goer, goer. So we were actually thinking, oh, this will be fun, you know, because I thought he could get up and make the coffee while I <laughs> 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 spent another couple hours in bed. But then it didn't turn out that way. But it's we still try to make it fun. And oh, just meeting new people fun. and new experiences We can send Clark down tomorrow morning <laughs> to make the coffee. That would be stay great. in bed. You stay in bed. <laughs> great. So the weekend, this is my showtime. Right. I never well, really had any doubt we could make this work. I think when Mona mm-hmm. first called me and said, hey, there's this property, and she gave you the address, drive by it, see what you think. I think you were thinking, well, you know, you're going to have to ease me into this and mm-hmm. really kind of sell it. That, but once we got in... Um, you know, I knew we could do it. Um, you know, I I could look at it from from the business side, and and Mona really hasn't talked about it, but I knew from a hospitality side that she could nail this. And There's just no question about it. I mean, if you look at the big parties she has planned, the both the uh, 
uh, you know, Drew's bat mitzvah and both of the boys' bar mitzvahs, they were like the social event of the year. I mean, they just were over the top fun and all the detail and, and they were just perfect. And she's done several weddings, uh, just all I, I guess as amateur, but, mm -hmm. uh, and for friends and stuff like that. But when it came to the, to the, the, the part about, Andrew. you know, the hospitality part and the guest experience, um, I knew, I knew we could do it. And then an old house and everything that goes with that and all the repairs and maintenance, uh, you know, we've moved several times since we've been married and, and, uh, I've always thought, you know, next time we're going to get, we're just going to get a, you know, a brand new place that doesn't need anything. And we keep <laughs> we getting older, bigger, uh, you know, we're going we to downsize. We've joked for years about, uh, you know, when, when Jack graduates from uh, uh, high school, As we I want think. everybody at his party to stay around and help move us into assisted living. Because <laughs> yeah. we'll be in our oh. 60s at that time. But, uh, you know, that's not going to happen. That's not who we are. Really. I'm not putting you in a And so we're going to be here. And uh, running this, and and so I guess I didn't from day one have that really apprehension about being able to make the bed and breakfast part of this work, and, yeah. and like I said, the guest experience and handling the property and things and, like that. And uh, don't worry about that. I don't think I'll put either one of you guys in a home until you're you're a danger to society by <laughs> probably you. by driving. <laughs> okay. Um, they need to go in a home just because they can't drive. Jack. Yeah. Well, if they hit someone while driving because they can't see. <laughs> You've been doing a lot of balancing, yep. and you're going through a lot, I would think, physically and emotionally. Yes. What have you learned about yourself through everything here? The hardest part for me is I've never... I've never been the person that people would had to do things for that uh, you know I was always someone reaching out to other people helping them helping them through through uh, things in their life and uh, I've been overwhelmed by the support uh, the the friends and people in Harlan who come by and, and will do things are and, and they're not you know they're not forgetting about it they reach out somebody's reaching out all the time they're and they're making phone calls. They're asking to help, and and uh, learning to take them up on that and know they mean it. Uh, friends, friends here in town who have gone to chemo with me and sat sat through that. Uh, the people at work um, who I come and go. I try to put in a half a day or so, and they've been tremendous at work. But mm -hmm. but uh, most of all, it's been the family, you know, and the things that. Everybody stepped up to do and to make to make everything work. Like Mona said, you know, I used to getting up at five and just going, you know, going, 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 and, and uh, you know, till till ten at night, and, and uh, that's the way it was. And now it's you know, get up by eight and <laughs> and uh, you know, get ready, and then have to take a rest before I can drive to the office. Um, so I guess uh, from the learning standpoint, it's, it's, it's learning to let other people help mm -hmm. because they're so sincere. And, and it just took me a while to say, you know, people go, what can we do for you? You know, to say, okay, well, you can do A, B, or C. We could really use the help. And, uh, and they're there. They're just so glad to be there to do it. They, they That's are. what I find. 
probably like you're a lot stronger than you think most likely i'm assuming that you probably found that out and um that um how not how good your friends are how your friends can actually really help make good friends stuff like that mm -hmm. good lesson you're a good people good lesson there <laughs> <laughs> everything that your awesome. your dad just spoke about and everything your family is going through, what what lesson are you taking away from all of it? Like Dad talked about with all our friends being all supportive and you know, I've really you know I was kinda like kinda like him. I didn't really, you know you know accept people helping me, I guess. And you know, you, you don't see that part of your friends either. Like, I, I, I want to say, I mean, Will obviously is a man who understates things. Will has stepped up mm -hmm. as a man really in his family. He came, he came out of, uh, he has a, a full-time job in Atlantic, Iowa. And he, and he finished his, his taxidermy course and he's, he's, he's working in that. Will, how does it he, how does how does it feel for you to hear your dad say those things to you? Feels really good. Thanks. Those are some pretty big compliments, and you've been sacrificing, and they your parents see it, and Jack does too. And I try and help him take care of me however I can. I try and take care of myself for him. Everything that we're doing has so many layers. And you know that I interview people who incorporate passions into their lives. And it, I can tell from speaking with you all that each of you has more than one. You have a couple. And family being, being one of the biggest. Thank, thank you. And I, and I think that really, honestly, you, your passion is probably helping other people get, get through this stuff and to their passion. To you're, achieve you're a smart guy, Jack. You're a smart guy. And you know what, Lynette? We get to do get that, to uh, especially on weekends, on Saturday and Sunday mornings, mm -hmm. with people. We sit down at this table. We serve them. They get served, and then, and then we like to sit down and talk and get to know them a little bit. Because usually we just leave people alone and stay in the background unless they need something. But then when we sit down and talk to people, and people from all over the country, you know, we've had even a guy from Australia here for a while. And you can start to get to know their story. Um, and you're right, everybody's got something. They've got some connection. And it's just amazing the things you learn about people. And, mm -hmm. and that's probably the funnest oh, part oh, of yeah. this. Oh, 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 don't forget so. about that um, one Irish lady who uh, came to yeah. came here to write about Mid-America. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thank you so much for talking yeah, with me today. Thank really, you. thank you Maybe so much to be taken away. Book. So much to be taken away from today's interview from each one of you. Well, you may not think that you say much, but I heard so much from you today. Jack, you say a lot, but I heard every ounce of it. <laughs> Mona, you must be so proud. And it really wonderful. I have such respect for everything you're holding together. I get it. it and the amazing thing is it, it doesn't seem hard. It's just something you have to do. Especially this is what I used to do when I'd come home from work. So now I'm getting paid just to... Well, that's what they say. And, passion you know, is, I mean, well, that's there. exactly what they say. Passion is. Well, there you is go. it doesn't it doesn't feel like work. You're just doing it because it's what comes yeah. next, and you love doing it. Yeah, and it, 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 it didn't hurt to be a to be a nurse before this too. I mean, um, taking care of people. Yeah, she's probably had to do. She's sorry, not probably definitely have had to do a lot more work and a lot harder things with strangers, strangers like this. But yeah, that's right. 
the exact same thing. Ron, I'm so glad that we connected. It's been such a pleasure and an honor to stay in your home and to meet your family and to have this this time with you. And I'm Mm -hmm. so happy that we were able to record this for you and your family because I think this is something special that you always have. Thank you. We're glad you came. That's it. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I have come to be known as the 50 States in 90 Days Lady, a concept that is unfathomable to most. If you would like me to come speak at your event about how to envision, explore, and execute a plan, or how to create a life that is more exciting or more meaningful, you can find me at Motivate Me Podcast. Dot com. And the world keeps turning and I just keep moving along. Oh.